This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay, um, good evening everybody. So we're holding here at the end of Hashem, the last two Hakdamas of these uh, Medabrim. He Omram, Hakdam Achadasrei. He Omram Shemitzius Mashein Tachnaslo Shegar Kol Inyan. He's he's um, he's going through the pasulets and the last two pasulets that are important for them, eleven and twelve. Hakdam Achadasrei He Omram Shemitzius Mashein Tachnaslo Shegar Kol Inyan. That you cannot describe anything as infinite. Um, now. Now, just I guess a, a minute aside, the the the, um, the 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 question of the world being pieces or being stuff is a big difference in this. Le Marshall, when we talk about fixed pieces like atoms, so there's a finite amount of them, um, because they're discrete units. If we ask how much stuff is there, the stuff really, there's no way to say it's finite. It just stretches. This is all with the same mahal, but he'll explain more. We've explained that the belief that you cannot have any physical entity that is infinite. Nor can you have an infinite amount of um, of particles. This is um, this actually Aristotle says, and he agrees with it. Um, now the you can so you cannot have something that is infinitely big, nor something that is finite, but there is an infinite amount of it. When is it that you can have it? Um, that they, 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 you cannot have an infinite amount in time. Um, that, that is part of what Aristotle believed. So in other words, you can have things, you can have an infinite amount of particles when each one is different place in time. Let's give a simple example. Um, a tree has pits, and those pits seeds. They grow into fruit, which grow into tree, which grow into this. You can have an infinite amount of that, but not together in time. Um, you cannot have an infinite amount of causes. Um, you cannot have an infinite amount of steps leading to something. This is the, the, the natural progression of things, that things have a starting point, um, a development and an end. All this 
is under the rubric of there not being an impossibility of having um, an infinite amount of stuff. The, 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 um, the question if you can have an infinite amount of potential in something or an infinite amount of, of uh, characteristics of something, so he says, um, part of it has been, has been um, Aristotle has determined it's possible. In other words, you can have an infinite amount of potential in something. I could say that I, this infinite amount of ways to use something, etc. It's by Mephis, that has been proven. Just like we have proven that you can divide um, everything into an infinite amount of subdivisions, which is not what the Rambam held, but he, he, the the Rambam uh, is, is putting down the, 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 the point of philosophers that <coughs> you can divide something into infinite amount of pieces, you can divide time into infinite amount of pieces, you can have an infinite amount of pieces. Um, so long as they're not together at one time. Now, so he said, so this is this is something that has been quote unquote proven to be true. Again, this is the, the proof that they brought. And some of it still leaves a, a markum to think about it. Um, the, the, the whether or not it's possible to have an infinite progression of a to B to C and so on and so forth. In other words, not cause and effect. Cause and effect you can't have because you'll never get to the eventual effect. But just things like a father and a son and so on and so forth, which not each step is leading up. Can you have an infinite amount of material as if, if you're not limited in the amount of time. So, so, so you'll, have, um, a prog- you'll have things, so A occupies the space and B and C and D and so on and so forth. Um, and this is a very deep point. Those people who believe, as the philosophers did, that the world is infinitely, you know, it, it never was created, it has lasted forever. They will say that time is infinite. So there's no problem with saying an infinite amount of time because. Every moment, it replaces a moment that's no longer there. So time works in a way where you don't have all of the time at once, an infinite amount of time. It's a progression 
where this minute disappears, the next minute disappears, the minute after it disappears, the minute after it disappears. So you have a continuous flow of time. So that could be infinite. That does not violate any one of the things that the philosophers said. You can also have um, different mikrim that this changes from green to red to gray, like the leaves do, and that also is not a problem. There is no proof that this can't be. So that's Atkan what has been proven or is thought to be true by the philosophers. On the Mohammedabrim, the Medabrim in Hevjetslam, Ben Shetoyma Shegeshemechat Nimsa in Tachlisloi, whether you'll tell them that, that whether um, you try to, to say that something exists which is infinite in big, which we also think is not true. But for them, this is exactly equivalent. It's equivalent to time and 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 physical things being split infinitely. Well, let's just recap this a second. It, uh, this this was part of Zeno's thought process, and this is where you get, where you get this these these paradoxes. Let's go through it a minute. Zeno is very famous for his paradox, paradoxes, and he said. If I want to run and catch somebody, I have to cover half the ground. And when I covered half the ground, half the, half the distance to him, when I covered half the distance, I have to cover again half the distance and again half the distance. Now, this is an infinite process. So, so it should take me an infinite amount of time to get there. Um, it, it, that, that was the paradox. The, the, the trick is, well, it's not an infinite amount of time, the, 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 the more I split it, the smaller it is. I can keep on dividing it more and more, but, but, but it always adds up to the same number. So Lamashal, if, if I have Achnasus Orchem, with an infinite amount of chalas that I can give to poor people for Shabbos. So, so um, that means that Every poor person comes, gets a challah. Uh, um, the, 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 um, that would require an infinite amount of challahs, and one could say that that's impossible. That's, but let's say um, I, um, I, I say, no, no. I can, as many as aniyam has come, I can slice the challah infinitely. Now, um, it's true. Let's assume I can slice the chal infinitely, but it, it accomplishes less and less the more I slice it. In other words, I can't. I, 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 I'm, I'm losing what I'm giving to the point where it becomes meaningless. It, it, there's no such thing. So, so the Medabrim said, "Well, if 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 things don't have a gvul to how little it can be, then you have an infinite amount of material." But but that's a that's a misnomer. I, I have an infinitely divided material, which 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 is very different than an infinite amount. A very different. If I say I have an infinite amount of chalas, or if I say I invite, I I, I divided the chala infinitely. Not the same thing at all. 
So he says, so, but they make the analogy and they say, right, philosopher, you tell me you can't have an infinite amount of things? Correct. Well, you tell me that you can slice the, the, the challah infinitely, so you have an infinite amount of things. Well, no, I, I have an infinitely divisible thing, but that's very different in, in, in infinite amount of things. Bein hefrish et slum, they don't see a difference between um, uh, 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 um, an infinite amount of things put together, the you know the amount of people living now, which is always a finite number. And therefore, the same thing I can say there's an infinite amount of people in the world, but the infinite amount of people is Ruven gave birth to Yaakov, Yaakov, Yitzhak, Yitzhak, Avram, and Vachulu, Vachulu. Kilomat, Ruven, and Yaakov, Yaakov, Yitzhak, Yitzhak, Avram. Kain Elotichle. Zegamke, Esam Shekirish. So the philosophers did believe that. We don't believe that, but not because it's impossible, but because we don't believe it. For them, this is what they believed. And this is actually going to be one of their, their strong quantum proofs using their axiom that the world was created. Um, so all of these um, types of infinite by them is the same. Some, this last point about having a, a continuous amount of people not at the same time of people, anything, some try to confirm, some try to slug it up. So some say, some try to explain why it, it, it needs proof, and some put it down as an axiom. So if, if that is true, he says, then he yeshek as well, but there's machshava. So then the 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 untruth of the world being infinite and created by itself is 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 the axiom. It doesn't need any more proofs. In other words, to prove that the world was created, if you have an axiom that there's no such thing as an infinite chain, um, in, in even in in time. Then, then it's the same. It's the same as saying that the world had to be created. But you don't need any other proofs. But I don't want to go over this point. Finally, the last one, Ayud Beis. Amram, they say The senses don't convey always the truth. Um, they 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 said that the reason why our senses are misleading is for one or two reasons. Either because they say that there are things that are just too fine for us to um, the 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 for instance we can't see an atom. Um, why not? It's, it's right in front of us. Uh, the answer is, it's way too small, and there's no way we can discern it. Or they're far away. 
You see that you can't see things at a far distance. So he says, the, 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 there's another. So the first points that he said are that my eyes are not strong enough, good enough to see like it's like the, 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 the fine points of, of, of the paper and or things are too far and I can't pick it up. So that's a limitation in a sense. There's another issue that the senses are full very easily. Just like you see something, the moon looks to us about as big as 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 a, a, a small thing, even and the reason because it's far away. The same way um, we see a, 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 a when you're in water, you look bigger than you normally look, and sometimes crooked lines look straight. water distorts the what you see. Somebody who's got. Um, a a, um, a problem with too much green uh, Mara sees everything green. And a person who's got a problem with, you know, in those days, that's how they understood, um, you know, the, the, the different effects through these Maras. So he saw through that. Um, today, you know, just like a person who has COVID is not tasting something. Um, so he said, so you can't trust your senses and therefore relying too much on saying what you see, what you feel, what you hear, and so on, is really not. Um, so, so the only thing is seichel. Um, you know, anything that you come up with with seichel does work. They didn't, this, this, this axiom is not like you know, they came up with it. It's the other way around. Uh, they, they, they needed, um, they need this axiom because they're going to have a problem with some of the things. In other words, it's not they sat down and they thought up with these sort of axioms and then they said, you know, um, let's see what we can prove with it. It's the other way around. They had certain um, things they believed in, certain things they felt in, and they needed these axioms to um, to, to, to buttress it. Le Marshall, he says, um, um, the um, they didn't need, in other words, the, the, they thought that the atoms, that the whole atomic theory was unnecessary. It's not true. The, um, the Omnum, it says, everything that I brought down, they must have as, as, a, as an underpinning for their points. But you'll see as I go on, that if we'll be missing any one of their hakdamas, we're going to be missing what they're trying to prove. This last one is possibly the most important one. 
The problem is that many things they said, we see very differently. Um, you know, and, and therefore the only way you can get around this is by saying, don't trust your eyes. What is one of the things you see differently? And he mentioned this before. When we see things don't fit what they're saying, you can't uh, you you can't rely on your senses. You know, once they determine they think Seichel says this, nothing's going to move it. So, um, the things we saw before about how they said when you have a, a, a long thing, like you have a car that's moving. So, the car is not moving. Every little piece of the car moves, stops, waits for the next piece to catch up, and so on. That's how a car moves. They also said that when you turn um, a wheel, the 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 outer part um, is 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 going much quicker than the inner part, and and so what's happened? They said is it explodes, and all the pieces become disattached and reattached, and disattached and reattached, um, which um, our senses tell us is very much not the case. Or they say that the white color on on um, on 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 a, on a garment is keeps changing. Every every second, there's a new white color. These things are the opposite of, of what appears to us. And when they talk about there being um, empty space, which is a necessary corollary of the being discrete units. These are all things that our senses um, feel is wrong. We, uh, we see differently. Um, they'll say that uh, there are things or many things that our senses don't pick up, and uh, and therefore it's it's um, we 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 have to trust our judgment rather than our senses. So he says um, the the uh, so either they'll say certain things our chushim don't pick up; they belong to that first category where you didn't notice it, it's going too quickly for your eyes to pick it up. Or they say that this is uh, mistaken. So they have two answers for why your senses don't see it or see differently. One answer is your senses are not fine enough to pick it up. The other one is they're mistaken. All, all of these days, Kadmonius, how you misparam So the sophists all of, uh, believed what what they believe, and um, and and that was the oymim shemaruot chila 
which is Zachar Galenus, Besivikos Activius, Al Oisushim Achsim Achush, Besipet Vorim Freidatum. So he said these are things already um, that the sophists would would decry what senses saw and say we can't trust it and uh, and so on. So now that I've presented to you all of the different um, uh, axioms, I'm now going to present you their etzim, the way in which they, they approach these issues. So there's three prokim left in, in the first chalik. One perik, he explains how they understand, how they prove and again, he brings many proofs. He extracts many proofs from this firm. The, 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 then he proves um, that, that there's Yichud, you know, there's a Mitzvah Sabari, the way we understand him as one God. And then the proof that he's not physical. Those are the next three prokhim. So they have many proofs, all of them built on different. Um, on these infections, one way or another, some use some of them, some use the other one, and so on. I want to add one more point. Um, we also, um, if, for much of what counts as science today, we don't see with our chushim. Um, certainly when you get to something like quantum mechanics, your, your chushim can't pick up any of it. And, and the answer is very simple. Um, you can't see an electron, but you can see the effect it has on something else, which your eye can pick up. In other words, our most elementary knowledge does come from our senses. So let's take an example. And um, when he says you walk into water, your body looks distorted. Okay, but I can take my hands and feel the person's body and say, yeah, it's, it's over here and not over there. Um, at the end of the day, we, 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 um, for us, knowing is always going to be data, will always be driven by our senses. We may not that it, correct that there may be some things that we don't see or our senses are mistaken, but the way, the way we know that is because some other sense picks up on it. So for instance, I can fool the eyes and make two lines and one looks shorter, one looks smaller, but then I can touch it with a ruler and with the chush amishas, I can determine uh, what's right, what's wrong. At the end of the day, um, it, it boils down to a person's senses. It, it, it's, it, it, sometimes it's direct and sometimes it's, it's in different steps, but that something should be totally um, not shy to it, and, and only by, by, by Seichel, that's, that's a real problem. Okay, we'll hold it over here. And uh, so next program are a bit shorter. Um, and uh, yeah, the, the end of the first part is inside. It's amazing. Okay, good. Take care, good Shabbos. Thank you, good Shabbos. Nice.